Yeah, it's time to snuggle up with your lovers under those covers because you're listening to The Quiet Storm on Music Ray Gun Radio. I'm your host, Paul Giambinelli, and alongside me as always is... Kurt Pinchon. That's his name, but they call him the Love Doctor. How you doing, Dr. Love? This is the show where we pick a music topic, then watch and discuss YouTube clips about that topic. And if you go to musicraygun.com, you'll find video playlists for all our episodes so you can watch the clips too. Why am I talking like this, Craig? We're never going to stop. What's the, yeah, every episode from <laughs> now on is The Quiet Store. What do we know? What's our topic for today? Oh, we're talking slow jams. Slow jams. Also known as baby making. Sure, but we were just, we were just, I almost like kept going. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, baby making music. No. Um, I got really confused and was like, things have changed since I last listened yeah. to it. This is different. Like, is this a new thing we're doing? different thing. And I'm feeling very uncomfortable. All right, wasn't, wasn't aware. We were just about, to, even before I hit record, we were just about to go off into a conversation of what counts as slow jams, which is our topic. And, uh, is it baby making music? Are well, all slow jams F jams? No. Are all F no. jams slow jams? No. Also no. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's a lot of overlap. That Venn diagram is yes. a near perfect circle, but not there's necessarily. Wait, before we start, we should introduce who's here. This, oh, this yeah. disembodied well, female voice. We do have a guest, Hi. which if anyone listens, if anyone subscribes, they've listened to the most recent mini episode, and yes. they know that we have... Katie Willard. Yay! Our guest from episode seven. Yeah. Our, my co host for episode 10. Yes. Suck it, Craig. Harry <laughs> Nelson. That was a very good episode. That was fun. It made me cry. And finally, that's this right. I think it's the only episode that tears have ever been shed. Yeah. Until tonight. From both of us. We both got a little weepy watching Nico Case sing. sing. Yeah. Don't forget me. Don't forget me. But, um,. Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering the same thing. Is is slow jams and quiet storm radio format the same thing? Uh, no, not necessarily, but they yeah. can be. Sure. There is a lot of overlap. Like you will have some, you will have some smooth jazz on a quiet storm, mm-hmm. but you would also have slow jams on a smooth jazz station. So I feel like slow jams are intimate whether that means fucking or romantically slow dancing or being so sad about lost love that you're being intimate by expressing those feelings i think intimacy is what is at the heart of every slow jam regardless of it's of if it's about like love per se there's at least one song we're going to talk about, and I can say so because I picked it, that's like a heartbreak song. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not necessarily baby-making music. Although the right. groove is certainly, yeah. could be used that way if you ignore the lyrics. Well, if you think about one of the songs that I almost put on the list was mm-hmm. like was Lover, You Should Have Come Over by Jeff Buckley, sure. which is not... Well, that I would call a ballad, but not a slow jam. Mm, the that's beginning of it about. is. For like three quarters of the song, I feel like it's a slow jam. I feel that a slow jam has a certain groove to it that differentiates itself from a ballad. There's a stank on it. Yes, (laughs) there's a stank on it. But I feel like if it goes over the line too much into being funky, it's, it's, 
even if it's got a slow tempo, it might not be a what I would call a slow okay. jam. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's probably all everyone has their own definition of what counts. I'm sure we'll talk about that as we go song to song. I'm so yes. excited. Let's just get into We're it. We're going right? to start with mine. We're going to start with your pick. I'm, I'm not even Katie looking. Willard. The I first guess. song I hope Kirk is into. Do you want me to just play it and then you can start talking yeah. about it? Or you want to intro it? Um, this was just a thing where, like, I love my Discover Weekly uh, playlists on Spotify because mm -hmm. they're really good. Yeah. I have a very eclectic taste in music and they hit all of my buttons. Mm -hmm. Like, um, they have old, new, hip hop, folk, like, just, it's kind of all over the place. But this song came on and I was just like, oh, it's so good. And it's got a, I think the thing that is like sexiest to me about this song is there's a dissonant chord mm -hmm. that they sing. That sounds wrong, but is right. Okay, all right. And I don't know why, but it elicits like a like a visceral like mm -hmm. ooh feeling. Well, what is it? Well, I'll play it. Ooh, we gotta... It is. Don't leave me oh, by Black. Fuck Street. yeah, Black. Don't even. I mean, it's Teddy Riley. First of all, uh, I don't. And I don't listen to a lot of Black Street, but I remember. This I listen to a fuck ton of. I know the one Black Street song. No digging. No dig which is great, but they have Ooh. a ton of songs. Look, I love that they're in the studio. They're being real. Uh, but I looked up this song, and it was a single, and it got a lot of... It, like, charted on the airplay chart, yeah. but didn't even break the Hot 100. Like, it failed as a single. This is on R&B stations constantly. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and there... And Black Street went through... Like, there's, like... Several different incantations of Black Street. Yeah. There's like, this wasn't the original Black Street. Although the latest. just like the Temptations where there's one dude who's been with everybody. Well, it's basically Teddy's the dude. Um, even though he doesn't even sing on it. Uh, but Teddy Riley, the creator of New Jack Yes. But I think, I think the lead singer, I think his name's Chauncey. Um, and uh, I think, I think he's there. But this is great. This is like vintage 90s slow jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so now we're getting to the chorus. So far, they've been in the recording studio. Yeah, point out the part about. that you like. Here we go, wait. wait. <laughs> Here we go, wait. That oh, one yeah. is like, it's a really interesting choice. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a little dissonant. Yeah. I'm, but sure I like it. I'm sure there's a technical music term yeah. to describe what that is, and none of us have the I do not know. musical I training to name it. I think it's called dissonance, it. but yes. I, don't, I don't know if it's being applicable. Now they're yeah. walking in nature, yeah. which is just a studio with rocks and yeah. trees and clouds painted on the background. Yeah. This is a very late 90s oh, R&B yeah. music. This video. would probably be like 96, 97. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're all very sad because they've all simultaneously lost. They're women. And they're women to fade away. Like it was very yes, a crossroads. Yes. <laughs> yes. The video reads very good. Like, are the women dead or were those ghosts? Yeah. I'm so glad you put Black Street on. That's the best. Because this is like they're like when you hang out with your the they're making a house of cards out of giant photos, <laughs> giant Polaroid photos of their exes. It's like this is like the song that you play like when you have 
like on the drive home after you have coffee with your ex, like after <laughs> the first time you see each other after you've broken up, you're just yeah. like, there's still like feelings. Yep, I can see that. They're literally I feel like we're going to be out. doing a lot of snapping along. As well, we should. This should just be the snap. I like that. I'm trying to figure out the imagery of why he's climbing the cards to the top. Is there something at the top? I wouldn't. He's I wouldn't waste too much card. mental energy trying to figure Listen, out. Listen, all I'm going. saying is Teddy had a vision. I want to know what that vision. Oh, is. You you believe that Teddy Riley like art directed and, and directed the video? I'm sure he that had dude it. had his hand on every fucking thing that Blackstreet had. Okay, everything. He's Teddy Riley. But did he direct music? No, but I'm sure he's like this is how it's gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> like for instance, this is yeah. my this is my vision. This is my vision. Uh, some of those women look like uh, famous actresses. They I might mean. Be. Ooh, they have some uh, auto tune in there. Oh no! Yes. Oh, it fell! It's toppled. Because he love died. is permanent, and we're all just dust. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Black Street were trying to. That's tell exactly what Black Street was trying. To. Yes, they're taking a page out of Kansas. <laughs> I just love it. That no, I'm so glad start. you picked that, I'm and I'm so, so happy glad we started with that. Enjoyed it. That was fucking great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Second, second, our second video is my pick. Mm-hmm. This is from 1982 or three. Solid. It's a song I'm sure everyone knows mm-hmm. by the band M2 May. Mm-hmm. I don't M2? know. Oh, you do know. Oh, you know, you know Juicy Fruit. You know Juicy Fruit. You know Juicy Fruit. Yeah. You'll uh, hear it immediately as soon oh, as you yeah. as soon as you hear it. Have we watched this already? No. You'll hear it. It's been. But you, you'll get it. You'll get it. Okay. Yeah. Very famously. Okay. Led by M2. James M2 May, is the leader of the group. <laughs> This is a great song. Yeah. Classic. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll you get, get it, it in a second. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This is Juicy yes. by Notorious yeah. B.I.G. Yeah, yeah, now I understand. Yes. Um, One of the funkiest slow jams we're going to hear. This, oh, yeah, this will probably be the funkiest. Oh, Definitely this almost... This almost veers into F Jam. This is, yeah, this is an F Jam for sure. Yes. It's an yeah, F by jam. the way, we didn't specify, but that stands for fornication. Yeah, fornication. That's why we say baby making music. Right. Also, right. I've heard it called as grown folks music. Ooh, grown oh, folks wow. music. Yeah, Ooh, which I, I love. Yeah. So, a little bit of trivia. The lead singer is Tawatha AG. Uh, James M. Tume wrote this song. While she was on tour as a backup singer for Roxy Music during the Avalon tour. Oh my god! She's yep. the one who wails in. Uh... Oh, I can't think I of what the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. song is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then she was still on the tour when they recorded this. She flew back to New York to record her vocals for Juicy Fruit and then back to Europe to finish the tour with Roxy yes. Music. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought you'd like that. I do! It doesn't end yet. Keyboards on this by Bernie Worrell from Parliament Funkadelic and and Talking Talking Heads. That that sounds right. This is a Katie Willard. Yes. It is. It's It's two of your favorite things. Talking Heads and Roxy Music. I also like uh, like Biggie, so good. I love that little dance. That was great. That was a great little dance. Yeah, this song is... I know they have a couple of other hits. This is the big one. This is the big one. I mean, thanks to... Biggie. But this was—I remember hearing this as a kid. 
It's so good. Yeah, it's so groovy. I want to stop it for a second and back it up because this line is a radio edit. And you can hear, originally the line is, you can lick me anywhere. Nice. And they changed it, they changed it for the radio to candy kisses everywhere. Oh, yeah. And you can hear, you can hear the sound drop. Like, it's an obvious edit, edit once you know the edit point. So listen. Ah! <laughs> That's how I know it, though. Yeah, yeah. No, the the, uh, the album version, the original version, is "You Can Lick Me Anyway." It's too hot, too hot too for hot. radio. Too hot, eighty-two, eighty-three. You can't say that. She just opened it in orange, and, yeah, and the is? juice goes everywhere. Because it's juicy. I know. I love heavy-handed metaphors. I feel like there are sexier fruits than an orange. That's a That's a vagina. I know, but there are other citrus fruits you can pick. An orange is so like a kindergartner's lunch. <laughs> it's so like that's what you give the soccer team at halftime. I want to say an orange. And it's I would say a kiwi. I mean, it's less it's less vaginal, but I feel like it's, even a grapefruit. I feel like a kiwi's quite vaginal. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what a vagina is. <laughs> that could be it. You figured something. Out. I figured something out because I got two of them, but still. But I don't need. I don't need it to be that literal. <laughs> I, I would rather get away from the direct vaginal imagery to a more exotic fruit. The dress that the woman is wearing. The guy's chewing gum. Yeah. Oh, and he's and no. It was smoking. a cigarette. Yeah. He put a cigarette in his mouth. Did he's, some electric boogaloo and then put the uh, back out of his mouth. Yeah, he's doing a little bit of pavana. Yeah, there's right? a little bit of, of uh, uh, ticking and, and body waves. Thank you for the actual terms. I'd love to know who the choreographer on this was. I did a quick Google search. And I would love to know too because it's two different. It's like the guy popping a lot, popping, and then the woman just being sultry. Yeah. Two things about that dance sequence. Mm-hmm. One, the red dress that she's wearing looks just like Jane Russell and Marilyn Monroe in uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes okay. that they dance with in the beginning. The second one is that guy flipped his cigarette in like a- a- Adrian's Med in uh, Grease 2. Yeah. I knew I had yep. seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Christopher McDonald hits him on the back and then he swallows it. Yeah. I think Smith stole it from that guy. Grease 2, the superior yes. Grease movie. Agreed. Don't at no, us. No, I mean, Don't is, at me. This is like, this is now an accepted thing. First of all, I've never liked Grease, but Grease 2, like, destroys the Bechdel test. I've heard that. Yeah. Grease yes. 2 is like, wow. has become like a feminist. Yes. I've heard that. Oh, yeah. boy. I never realized. I've just loved the movie wholeheartedly since I was eight years old. And I had it on, at one point I had it on, on VHS on DVD and on Blu-ray. Yeah. I didn't even have a VHS player, but I just, like, it's so important to me. I feel like very recently, Grease 2 has become, like, a feminist touchstone. Right. Or just become popular, and I, I hate to be one of those people, but I'm like, I loved this movie for years. Yeah, I just before like it, by it was, default. like, hip and cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, You're like, I was on board way before. I just don't like the original, so. <laughs> Let's change for each other. <laughs> All right, Kirk, it's your turn. Yeah. Uh... Introduce your, uh, your first uh, clip. This is, uh, all of my songs mm-hmm. are basically 
props that I have used in college. To get women. <laughs> Are you going to tell? Have, have you told us about your mixtapes? My mixtape message. Yeah, my mixtape theory. I would make. I've made a lot of mixtapes, and yeah. they all had roughly the same songs on them. <laughs> and, and what did the labels say? The labels didn't say anything. Right. They were, and I'm. Uh, I'm a very. Uh, OCD guy who likes things orderly and organized. Mm-hmm. So everything is ordered in my in my mm-hmm. mixtapes were organized and alphabetical and all that. Right. But my baby making music mixtapes didn't have any uh, label. Right. Why is I, that, Kirk? Because what I would do is I would set up this whole scenario in college where if uh, if a uh, lady wanted to come to my dorm room. Mm-hmm. We would uh, and, and hang out on your extra long twin bed. And it's a long twin bed. And, Netflix uh, and chill. Exactly. Yeah. Without the Netflix. Because um, it was 1989. <laughs> and, VHS and, and chill. And so what would happen, I'd be like, hey, uh, you mind if I'm going to put on some music? And they'd be like, yeah, sure, put it. And I'd go over there and like pretend to fumble around. <laughs> and I would go, hey, um, I have no idea what this is. This, this one this has no label on it. It's got no label on it. That's really weird. Do you mind if I just put it on? <laughs> Jesus let's, Christ. Let's put this tape in and, and solve the mystery it. together. I was like, do you mind? I was like, I just, I just got to know. And they're like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> and of course, it was always queued up. <laughs> and so I put it on hit play. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, this. And then that would lead to, hey, do you want to dance? Oh, okay. Right. That's not as what, I mean, manipulative as yeah. I thought. <laughs> well, no, because it was manipulative because then I'd have three things I would say it's, during the dance. It's manipulative, but it doesn't quite cross the line into like predatory behavior. It's not like you like locked the door. No. And they were already like, hey, do you want to come over? She was no, like, this, yeah. is just, this is just legitimately yes. kicking game. This, yeah. is, this was so, yeah. yeah. And so when it's I, nice that you put that much I put a lot of effort into it. And then I would like, I would dance with them and I would be like, uh, hey, you're a really good dancer. Would be the first thing I would say, <laughs> and then I would say, and then I would say, "Oh, wow, your hair smells so good." <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing I would say Crap. was, "Hey, I'm really glad you're here." <laughs> and then we would just kind of take it from there. Smooch, smooch. So this is Anita Baker. Anita Baker, caught up in the rapture, which is uh, one of my favorite Anita Baker songs. Uh, she would actually almost go into the. Ballady version, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, a little jazzier, yeah, she's yeah. yes, and she can sing, sure. Uh, and this is her doing it live, and this is off her album, uh, Rapture, which to me is her best album. I only know like one Anita Baker song, and it's not this. Is one. it Sweet Love? Giving you the best that I got. That's Sweet Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's off this album. That was another one on my mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So and then just played an Anita Baker. Did you do that to Anne? No, because Anne didn't play that shit. Yeah, yeah. So Anne would be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, so I would put on jazz. Yes, I put on Miles Davis. I have Miles Davis, and she's on Davis. I would throw that on. Not this mortal coil. No, not this mortal coil or cocktail twins or whatever they're called. I think, I've, I think I've made out to this mortal coil. I can't even imagine. Hey, let me put on the album. It'll end in tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't. I, that wasn't happening. I once, I, like, I've never. The idea of like doing it to music has never been something that like I, I like is part really? of my my reality really. But one time I specifically. <laughs> this is gonna paint, date me. But how old I am? Um, I wanted to have sex to the duration of. 
Arcade Fire's funeral on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I nice. wanted to make it a fit. Like, I wanted to, to, to see what that experience was like. And I picked funeral because it's very, it's very epic, yes. like, album. Yeah. And so my college boyfriend, Jeff, obliged. And I wrote a paper about it for my nonfiction wow, class. that's great. <laughs> now, this is, this is partly why I say I don't consider slow jams and F jams to be synonymous. Yeah. Because for me... F jams, the music that I F to is only Ace of, Ace of Spades by Motorhead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's it. solid. That's, that's it. Solid. And I don't mean the album, I mean just that song. Just that song on, on, repeat. Yeah. on repeat. But this would be like, in my order, Anita Baker was always um, this is, first song, side one. And this is a yeah, nice. This is like smooching. This is getting into it. This is smooching music. This is a nice friendly entree. This is getting into it. I'm not trying to pressure. We're sitting next to each other on the couch and smooching. Yes. There's no slap bass. There's no. It's a very guitar. We're actually, at this point, we're probably just still dancing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not. There's some white wine being sipped. Well, there's a wine cooler. Okay. I have a Barlin James premium peach flavored wine cooler. Maybe some candles or even just tea light. You know what? I had. under your door I would probably have incense. I don't think I have candles. Well, it is a college dorm. Yeah, so I'd have the incense. And a wall hanging. Sometimes, well, no, what I have on my wall, I had Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You spent all this game on Pee Wee's on the wall. But then I would also, if you before the music, I would be like, Hey, do you want to look at pictures of me when I was a camp counselor? And so they, that I don't understand. That because then it's me. Because it's me with a bunch of kids looking like, look how cool and fun he is. Oh, okay. He's really sweet. I'm going to find a dude who puts that much effort. That's a lot that's of really work sweet. into it. I think that's very You sweet. know, our good friend, I told this to our good friend Alexa. Uh-huh. And in she typical Alexa, it, she's she? like, hey, she's already in your dorm room. It's You don't need to go there. That is Alexa in a nutshell. She's kind of like, it's already kind of a done deal. Yeah. I mean, Alexa's maybe the... Least nonsense person. Yeah. Yes. The most straightforward human. Yes. I've so ever she ever wouldn't really life. need for all of this. Oh, look at her wiggle. Uh, Anita Baker is the best, and she is um, retiring this summer. Wow. And they're doing. She's doing a retiring tour. If she comes to LA, I'm gonna see her. And Anne's like, Yeah, I don't need to go. <laughs> she's like, it's, She's like, I don't need Anita Baker. She's like, It's just not. It's gonna be a waste yeah. of a ticket. Now, let's expand on this. Yeah. Your wife doesn't want to go to the Anita Baker farewell concert with you. Yeah. You're still going to go. Yes. Alone? <laughs> with, no. like, a buddy? <laughs> Do you take the kids? No. No. Who, who, what, what scenario? I'm going with my good friend, Jimmy. Okay. Who's also married and appreciates this music. So a platonic... Not... It's a platonic... Female friend. that's thing. a good idea. A platonic, a platonic friend who knew what I used to do in college. Because <laughs> she was best friends with my girl. Okay. So good. Yeah. So, so it works out. Someone who can appreciate the context? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it'll be, it'll be wonderful. Now nice. this is a little... This is getting a little... Now she's getting a little funky for funny. Anita. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the live, because this is not what it sound like this on the record. Nice guitar solo. Oh, yeah. She looks like a million bucks. Oh, yeah. And that's how you just, like, she dresses up for yeah, concert. So yeah, good. not not sexy, like, like, like dressed up, like a little fancy. Yeah, classy. Very, yeah. Elegant. White it's wine. The, and, it's yeah, the 80s yeah. suit that is a 40s suit. Like, yeah. it's yeah. the shoulder and the silhouette, except instead of a... 
like t- uh, form-fitting skirt. It's loose. Yeah. But yeah, it's that the, the whole shoulder pads is just the 40s all over. Thank you for what you just contributed because Kirk and I all, all like often point out we have no vocabulary to describe no. clothing. No. And we like have have tried before. We're like, you got a shirt. It got shirt, it's... pants, skirt. That's yeah. like as much as a yeah. Got. Like the, like the, last week, we're like the 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 eighty the nineties uh, women's suit that had shoulder pads. Right. And yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. like how did you describe that? <laughs> I mean, like that. Yeah, no, we shoulder. did it right then. Yeah, yeah. you did perfect. Um, so I just want to say I I chose Mtume for you because of the Roxy Music connection before you sent your videos to me. Yeah, and. Predictably, uh, and Roxy music song. thankfully, you chose a Roxy Music song. So this song is off of Flesh and Blood, which is actually my favorite um, Roxy Music album, mm-hmm. which is one of their later ones. So it's, uh, I think it's really, really good and very underrated. Um, but Rain, Rain, Rain is the hottest song <laughs> ever and like I wanted to find a live because there's no music video or anything like that so I found this live recording and it's not good quality Still. oh Jesus Christ <laughs> like that's a goal is to fuck to this song <laughs> and I haven't gotten there yet I mean Roxy music ca- he's Roxy so music sexy is good. he just is a slow see I, I he, he doesn't strike me as sexy but I get that the music I he's get the a, music. He's a weirdo. Just listen. To I, me, Brian Ferry is like, what if David Byrne were sexy instead of weird, but yeah. also still kind of weird? I can say that. That's yeah. 100%. But he dresses great. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I've done This is not one of the... I just for the listener, yes. Katie Willer is getting. Katie has gone to another place. <laughs> this is 1980, so this is pre Tawanda Ag with the ball. Okay. I don't think I know this song, but the girl I lost my virginity to was in the Roxy. Okay. So I did listen to some Roxy music. Going, what is this music? <laughs> But I'm having sex, so it's fine. Oh, wait, go back. This is the best verse. Wait. What? Make sure you go. Don't we don't have to listen to the chorus again? But we can. Wait. I just had to play for you. <laughs> it's just about this. About town. Can I ask a question? Why you dance? Yeah. <laughs> it, and I apologize ahead of time yeah. if it's slightly inappropriate, but because you brought it up. <laughs> you said you have a goal to have sex to this to song. To this song, yes. That's not a, how has that not happened if this is from 1980? <laughs> well, I was born in 88. But you've known this song for a while. Um, well, how, how did that happen? Cause okay, I was still working with you all when I when I started listening to Flesh and Blood, oh, and I remember oh. playing this song a million times. And so okay, Greg and I worked together. <laughs> um, who? I don't think I was dating anybody, but I remember Seth Garvin was in my car because we were yeah. writing this web series, and I was like, I have to play the song for you, and he was like. 
holy shit. And I was like, I know. <laughs> um, so this is a fairly within the recent couple of years song. Yes. Okay. I thought maybe you discovered this in like high school or college. Well, not yeah. only that, and I can't speak for Katie, but hey, Kirk, maybe not everybody plans these elaborate scenarios <laughs> with like what music they're going to sure, play and when. But if, if you have this goal. It just happens and then you go, oh man, I'm going to put on Rain, Rain, Rain. But you're going to have now, where if it's happening, I'm not putting on music. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you know you want to do it, and you're like, hey, let's, hang on a sec, let's slow it down. Let me put this on for you. Yeah, I just am, I, I am alone, <laughs> uh, and I, I don't have sex with strangers okay. anymore, so I can't just this like is all make it. I could make it happen. I guess. I mean, I've been married for a very long time, so I don't know anything. Also, as someone who's, like, ruled by shame and fear of creating awkward situations, it's not always cool to stop and be like, hold on, I have a special yeah, song I want to play song. for you. And then if it doesn't work, Although, that's it. to be fair, I, I did date a guy <laughs> who was great, and he loves Roxy Music. And we did listen to, I think, like, Roxy Music radio Yeah. Okay. when we were fooling around. Or I think, I think the it better way the is, like, you just have to have a playlist. Mm-hmm. Like with a bunch of options and have it on there, and just when you yeah. know something's going to happen, you put the playlist on and hope it just, it's it cycles around to rain, rain, rain. One of my—it's just a playlist. It's rain, rain, or rain. Or it's just that forty <laughs> times. There was a period of time when I listened to that song on. Re- I literally had the repeat button, wow. and I just listened to it over and over again. I mean, I did have a sex playlist, which was just one song 40 times, but it was Steal My Sunshine by Len. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Solid. Yeah. Solid song. Uh, samples, Android, Truth, More, More, More. Mm-hmm. Right? Now see, you get why it's an F jam. Uh, I just want to let you know that one of my songs on here uh-huh. is from a playlist. What do you mean from a playlist? Oh, from one of your F playlists? Okay. Okay, well, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, I uh, earlier was talking about, like, at least one song we are going to hear mm-hmm. is Heartbreak Song. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though it's got a real sexy groove. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that song is Love TKO by Teddy Pendergrass. Aww. It's a great song. It is a great song. The clip we're going to watch, Teddy Pendergrass, people people know. They have to know. One of the greatest yeah. R&B singers ever. Tragically, in 1982, got in a car accident that paralyzed him like, from what the neck What is down. it with like, like black male vocalists who get fucked like um curtis mayfield got mm-hmm. it was paralyzed like i do, it's like a weird didn't curtis mayfield like was he diabetic or did he have an accident he had an accident oh okay and he was paralyzed yeah, yeah curtis mayfield i mean uh teddy pendergrass was paralyzed like at the height of his powers yeah Aww. and even to make it worse that he was in the that. accident with someone else was in that car yeah that person like walked away basically like almost Without a scratch. Without a scratch. Yeah. And then he was like immediately paralyzed. Wow. Just, just the accident, accident happened in 82 and yeah. Love TKO was released in 82. So yeah. it was like, yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. So um, he, he continued to record music yeah. after that. Right. This clip we're going to watch is him on the early show in 2001. Uh, Bryant Gumble is going to interview oh, him wow. first. This was right before he went back on tour for the first time since the accident, almost 20 years later. Wow. So he did do a tour. He's just sang from his yep. wheelchair. And uh, this was sort of him, like, kicking that off. So he's on national, like, morning television. We've actually had – this is not the first time Brian Gumbel has appeared no, out. No, the second day. time. I hate Brian I Gumbel. know you do. And he sucks interviewing Teddy Pendergrass. But Teddy Pendergrass, when we watch this interview, is the sweetest man and you just want to give him a hundred hugs. 
And then he does love TKO, and it's great. It's just great. But also the song, because it's about, like, lyrically, he's like, it takes a, it's a, what is it, uh, takes a fool to lose twice twice. and get back up again. It's all these things that, like, if it's not about love, it's almost like, God, Teddy Pendergrass, you've been... You've we suffered so, so much, much and you're yeah. still so positive, man. Yeah, he's good. He had a great comeback in the late 80s with an album that's like pure positivity. Yeah. He's great. Ago, Teddy Pendergrass became the first African-American man to record five consecutive multi-platinum albums. He was also one of music's reigning sex symbols. But in 1982, a car accident left Pendergrass paralyzed. And although he's recorded music since then, he's, right he's pretty there, much dude. Stayed, <laughs> until now. Tomorrow night here in New York, he'll kick off his first national tour. Kick, don't say kick off to a man who can't use his legs. Like, Oh, that's not even that's not even the most cringy faux pas I'm just of things he's going to say. Right now. Yes, it does. <laughs> Absolutely, it seems like 25, 30 years. Yeah, I have missed it so much. Have you really oh, missed it? Oh God, yeah. This is something that I think that I was born to do. Oh. And for nineteen years, although I found things, he looks at like happy. They look great. For twenty years, like. How old is he? He's probably in his early 50s here. Yeah. yeah. He looks great. Yeah. yeah, he died in 2010. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had like a respiratory yeah, infection Yeah, like a respiratory yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 successful doing other things, performing for me is what I feel I was bred to do. Why is now the time to come back to I don't know. It's a question I get asked. I think, that, number one, I'm at a certain place in life that I think I'm ready to do it. I've answered all my questions. I think I'm ready to, to go after all my fears to do it. I have all my anticipation. I'm afraid. I'm scared. But then again, there's something I'm happy about, something I want to do. I think so people cool. are uh, very comfortable with the chair. I don't think anybody's going to see anything that they didn't know. So I've been around long enough so yeah. people are not surprised. So therefore, I think I've done a lot of things over 19 years that are culminating. It's a culmination for this. You said you're scared. What are you scared of? Oh, God, I've been afraid of what people will think. Can I do all these things that, you know, only I, you know, and people like It's amazing, too, because, like, you know, God, you've got I mean, he was a little before my time, but, mm-hmm. like, he was, like, this huge sex symbol on stage. Yeah. And just this, like, beautiful dude would come out and wail. And, like, they had, like, he apparently he had, like, ladies-only concerts. Yeah. <laughs> were, and he was that big of a sex symbol. And just very underwear being yeah. thrown on stage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. very physical on yeah. stage and everything. So yeah, it's crazy. But I will say there's there is a full concert on YouTube of him at the Wiltern in LA from this tour performing in the Wiltern. And it's great. Yeah. It's He's like still saying and yeah. it makes me think like there are no pop stars in wheelchairs and there's no reason why there shouldn't be. Like, you can right. have stage presence. You can yeah. sing yeah. from a chair. Well, you think, like, fucking Elton John sits at a piano. Yeah. And yeah. he puts up, like, you know what I mean? Like, that visual picture doesn't mean, like, someone sitting doesn't yeah. mean that it's less entertaining yeah. or less interesting. You know? And there's a little bit of chatter, and there should be more about how, like, as we more and more talk about, like, representation in media and right. entertainment for genders and races and sexualities that... Like the disabled right. still get mm-hmm. like shafted, basically. Right. Um, so I uh, will you be able to do it? Can you not? All these you know, other. I hope there will be more yeah. disabled pop singers. Yeah. And I wish that Teddy Pendergrass had like decided to do this earlier. Felt comfortable doing this earlier. I thought that he did Live Aid. I can't say whether or not he did. It was like a big deal. He, I think he sang like. He didn't sing his stuff. I, yeah. I could have sworn he sang like saying "Reach out and touch somebody's hand." Mm. Like one of those. Like, it would have been only like two and a yeah. half, three years yeah. after the accident. 
Oh, and then he started recording again, but then didn't tour, didn't do any yeah, live stuff. Yeah. Again, by the same token, I'm just ready to take the leap. So I did my first concert over the Memorial Weekend mm -hmm. at the Trump Taj Mahal. It was uh, incredible. Sorry. Yeah, we'll just pretend you didn't say. You're going to be at the Beacon <laughs> here in New York, <clears throat> excuse me, over on 75th and Broadway. And I, and I read where you, where you said you want to talk to the audience. Um, what do you want to say to them? Just how very much I've missed them and how happy I am to be back. The opportunity has humbled me so much just to be able to get the opportunity to do this again. There's just some things Is he just like a sweet man? I want to hug him. Yeah. That they may not understand. And just positive. Yeah. Really yeah. To really understand. I remember speaking with um, Curtis Mayfield um, yeah. after his accident. Yeah. And vocally, there were just things he couldn't do that he used to before because the paralysis that had consumed his body. Are you more limited vocally than you were? Somewhat, somewhat. But again, over 19 years, yeah. I've learned how to work with my limitations, how to maximize those limitations and make them so that I can still accomplish the things that I did before, subtle changes here and there, but I don't think anything that anybody would really notice. Also... Teddy Pendergrass at a percentage of his full power yeah. is still way more yeah. powerful than almost anything. Oh, yeah. New CD coming out when? Uh, no, I don't. No? No, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> anybody want to sign an old man like me? <laughs> uh, that's great. Don't start that. What are you going to sing for? I'm going to do an old classic. Love TKO. Love TKO. I'll get out of the way. I'll take my chair, too. Are you going to take your chair? Is that, is that what he said? <laughs> I'll take my chair. Do you know some I'm going to pick up and walk union, away with my chair. Some union guy on that set was like, fucking don't touch the chair. <laughs> you're not allowed to move a chair on a union set. I mean, when, if, if you watch the concert video on YouTube, which I recommend to anybody, he does have a full band and back of yeah. singers. This is just him singing to a track, so yeah. it's not full, but he's great. I mean, come on. I didn't know until I researched it that this is a cover. I didn't know that either. Originally by David Oliver. So which I listened to the original. It's a little jazzier, a little funkier. Not so much a slow no idea. I mean, obviously this is it's like, yeah, Aretha Franklin doing respect is a cover of yeah. his writing, but that song's hers. Yeah, like, exactly. This song is Teddy. This is Teddy. But like this groove. Oh yeah, it's such a good groove. It's it's such an F jam. But yeah. then the song is about like yeah. heartbreak and I'm a, I'm a loser and it's a real beta metal song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I watched that interview and this performance, I was just so sad all over again that he did pass away. Yeah. Uh, nine years after this. Oh, God, yeah. God. You're so right where, like, Teddy Pendergrass at, like, 87%. Yeah. It's still it's so like self voice better than anybody at 100. Yeah. I just love how... 
that's what he's supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? Like when you watch somebody doing, he's a singer. Yeah. But like you're like, yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that he got. When, you know, yes. decided to tour again. Like, like in the concert, he doesn't do, do You Got What I Need because that, yeah. that is maybe a little more kinetic. And, but, does uh, he do any, because, you know, he was the lead singer of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Nope. So yeah, he, he does, he, Harold he does uh, If You Don't Know Me By Now. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. That's you awesome. Know, it's interesting we were talking about representation of the uh, disabled in music, and that was the thing that I, like, I, uh, at the Grammys, Portugal the Man, their guitarist is is in a wheelchair. Yeah, and it was, oh, wow. I, and I realized, like, as I was watching that sh- the show, watching them perform, I was like, oh yeah, this is a thing that you don't fucking see. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate because I know that there are disabled musicians, oh, and, sure. like in ev- every city, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and, and sometimes you'll hear about. Well, I mean, like, look, Def Leppard, Def Leppard has a one arm drummer. Yeah. yeah, and he got into his accident and lost his arm. While they were already popular, yeah. and the rest of the band was like, "No, you're our drummer." So you got to you, figure you it out. You learn how to drum with one yeah. arm. We're not going to get rid of you. Yeah, we yeah. figure this out, right? Which all the credit in the world to Def Leppard because mm-hmm. it would have been really easy to be like, "Sorry, buddy, yeah. but we need a drummer yeah. with two arms." So I'm not saying there are no disabled musicians, but especially with singing, it's like you know when it doesn't work if you're a pop singer who can't actually sing, and it's all about the image and the and the stage show yeah, and the right. spectacle. Well, if you're at fucking Teddy Pendergrass yeah. or you're a singer where your voice is the thing that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Surely there are singers out there who are wheelchair bound or disabled or whatever who have amazing voices and we're not getting to hear them because yeah, they're would. not getting the shot. That they get. Yeah. 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 So uh, Teddy Pendergrass, RIP in peace. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, but let's go to Kirk's pick with an artist who maybe more than any other artist belongs in this episode. Yes. This is Chardet. Chardet. Now, I have to ask you, when you, is that how you pronounce her name? Here's the thing. Yeah. Because yes. you, you've said her name before. It's Chardet. Not Chardet. Not Chardet. Char. Chardet. Yes. Which, so, me being a New Englander, sounds like how people from back home would say it. Chardet. Because we love to insert R yeah. where they don't belong. <laughs> Real hard R. I have a good idea. Yes. Let's listen to some Chardet. <laughs> so... For those who don't know, uh, Charday mm-hmm. is a band. Oh. And it's a singer. It's both. Okay. So, I didn't know. Yeah. So there is a band called Charday. Yeah. The lead singer of it is Charday. Charday is not technically not her real name. Oh, I thought it was her first name. It's her, it's a nickname. Her first name is Helen. <laughs> her, her name is Helen Adu. Mm-hmm. Her middle name I'm a big Charday fan. Uh, yeah. Her big, her her middle name, and I probably butcher most of this. Uh, um, Char, uh, Helen Fosay Charday Adu. Okay. So that middle name, I'm kind of butchering, but her nickname was the end of it, Charday. Okay. So when they put a band together, it it was originally she had the different. The, she was in the first band they had. I think it was called Prime or something mm-hmm. like that. And then they became Charday. Her first album, their first album, was called Diamond Life. And the record produced, the, the company was like, hey, no one knows how to s- pronounce your name. So in the <laughs> title of your debut album, we're going to put parentheses, pronounced Charday. Oh. So if you, I have the album. It says uh, it says Charday, yeah. and then in parentheses, phonetically, pronounced Charday, huh. Diamond Life. Oh. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, you can't, I, I you can't sing new. this yeah. music and just be like, 
Helen. Yeah, Helen. No, Chardonnay. It's Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Sounds like champagne. Yes. It sounds like diamonds. It sounds yes. like silk sheets. Yeah. And this Black is... and white. Uh, the, 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 the wind flowing in yes. through an open window. Uh-huh. All, the things I, the all the things I love. Yeah. So this is uh, a great song called Nothing Become Nothing Can Come Between Us. So why did you choose this song? Because it is a little, it's probably the most up-tempo song yeah. on our list. Uh, mainly because it's another one that was on my mixtape, <laughs> among others. This would be in the middle. Yeah, um, Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> things get a little more serious Yeah, yeah because time. I love, like, yeah. you're willing to not label the tape. Because yeah. of the move, yeah. yeah. But you're still like, no, no, no. I've orchestrated the tempo of these. Are, yeah, the sequencing is so precise. Yes, I know what's going to be happening yes. when this certain is, songs this are is being played. Sweaty dry humping phase, <laughs> which because it was sloppy ear, like spit on ear, neck. Yeah, everybody's sweaty. Katie, that was the late '80s. <laughs> That's what we did because we were so afraid of AIDS well, that yeah. you just did a lot of dry humping. Yes. Yeah, a lot of dry uh, And then eventually, if you guys got a little serious, then it'd be good. Yeah. But uh, I'm a huge Chardé fan, fan and woman. She's Nigerian, and she's... Well, she's British. She's but British, but born in Nigeria. Yeah. yeah. She's, uh, and she's got that little bit of sadness to her. Oh, yeah. She has a lot, like, this is off the album, um, Love is Stronger Than Pride. Mm-hmm. Which the song is, is "Love Is Stronger Than Pride" is so sad. I, I like that song. Yeah, like which is a song. great song. There's no video for that either, which is why I didn't have that. And um, this, the best way to describe Chardonnay um, is Eddie Murphy and Boomerang. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene where he just got dumped by Robin Gibbons, and he's walking the street sad with uh, Halle Berry, and she's like, "Hey, you gotta be in a bed. Snap out of it." And he's like, "Listen." All I want to do is go home, <laughs> listen to Chardonnay, and stare at a wall. And I was like, yeah, yeah. you do that with Chardonnay too. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. So you get, you can have It could be real self-pity music. Yeah, oh yeah. Which is, I mean. Yeah, probably sexy self-pity. Sexy self-pity, yeah. Oh, I listen to self-pity playlists way more than I listen to half playlists. Yeah, so you can have it for both. Yeah. Um, and she's had, I remember reading this in Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone would do like concert reviews. And they reviewed her in concert, I think, in Europe. I never forgot this. She had just broken up with someone. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of the concert, she stops and goes, hold on to your love because I've lost mine and runs off stage. Oh, my God. And you're just like, that's so sharp. I hope that was spontaneous. But even if it was calculated, I still love it. It's still great. It's still great. Oh, she danced. She's also Mm -hmm. spectacular looking. And I don't just mean that she's attractive and beautiful, which she is, but... She's very cool she, and effortless. She looks like she sounds, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah, yes. yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I have all her albums. She was like five. She had a long break and then came back in like 2007 or eight with Lover's Rock and stuff. I will also say there's just enough about her that's corny to be disarming and charming. Where, like, she's not afraid to smile and sort of drop the, the yeah. cool front yeah. and be like, I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just this is Like just, right there. Like yeah. she's kind of, you know. She's, yeah, she's enjoying herself. Yeah. And another woman dressed lovely for concert. Yeah. yeah. What would you she's call that? Very white la- it's a very beautiful white lace. Uh, long sleeve form-fitting dress. That's exactly. A-line skirt. That's what I was going to say. And a cross around her. 
Have you seen her? Did you say whether or not you've ever seen her live? I've never seen her live. I would have loved to. I, I think she still tours, but not that. She's also real private. Yeah. Um, that makes sense because it adds mystique. Yeah, she's very mysterious. She's An artist like that, you can't, you can't like be real open in interviews and yeah. just let it all out. No, yeah, because yeah, you got to save it. Yeah, yeah. got to save it. You got to save it. It's the like music. you're just gonna, yeah. yeah, the music and whatever you get on stage, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. But you can put like all any Chardin album on it. It's straight up slow jam. Sure, baby yeah. making time. Uh, I had never heard of this next artist until. Katie sent me this clip. It's a newer artist. This is the only song I know by this artist. This song was on a mix CD made for me by Greg. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so far, we're really batting a thousand with when you're on this podcast, we <laughs> mentioned our mutual friend and the fact that you were in a relationship. With him. Yes. Yeah. But he made, he, um, we would play a game where. Like, I would send him a song, and then he would send me a song that reminded him of that, the song I sent him in some way, whether it be thematically, lyrically, mm-hmm. vibe, whatever, and then we'd just do that, and we'd make these playlists. So, like, music was a big part of, uh, like, how we interacted with each other. I just want to say, like, aside from actually making mix CDs for each other, like, the fantasy of doing that with the person you're dating is something... I've thought about since I was like 12 years old. Like, <laughs> I just want to like trade songs. With a, with no, he's like the only person <laughs> that I think had as eclectic um, a music like interest. Oh, as yeah. I did. No, Greg has. So that was like yeah. a way Impeccable in which we, taste. In yeah. which yeah. we communicated. Yeah. But he made me a mix CD for Valentine's Day, I think. Mm-hmm. And it had a bunch of different songs. It wasn't a specifically like an F mixtape, it was just like a. But, yeah. but this song is so smooth. And it's got that bass line. This is a live version, which is just as good as We haven't the said the artist's version. name yet. His name is Jamie Woon. Jamie Woon. And this song is called Sharpness. This is already fucking great. Yeah, I knew I, I was doing it today. I was like, oh, Kirk's gonna lose his I'm his getting this yeah. tonight when I go home. It also has a kind of an ominous sound to it, which I really like. Wait. This is fucking awesome. I knew that you would have this reaction Holy when you heard it. I was shit. like, I bet Kirk doesn't know this. No. And he's going he's gonna to want to go out and buy it. I'm going to go do a whole bunch of Jamie Moon deep dive. Mm-hmm. He's half Scottish and half, I can't remember what Asian country is that this thing is, but. I know we also like to have videos that are more exciting. Yeah. they're just in a and studio. I, just, I love live studio performance. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, it's really good. Holy Ooh, the, the funk face on the basses. Mm-hmm. This is a real Kirk music. Yeah. yeah oh my god. You hit my sweet spot. And this is from 2015. So oh my god. The chorus. Wait, the chorus is a little ominous sounding. Yeah, I knew. Kirk. <laughs> also, I feel like I'm winning points because Kirk so is. I pick good. songs that Kirk loves. Jesus Christ! I'm almost like, how do I? Why? I, I should know this. He sounds like so many people. But yeah, it's a very it familiar. Like, it's yeah. it's like a '90s neo soul yes. sort of vibe. Yes, it's very similar to someone we'll get into very soon. I yep, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. 
Yeah, so it's a real 90s throwback. Yeah. To, like, it's a new song, but it makes me nostalgic. Yes, Even exactly. Though I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The chorus is just so... It's also just a little jazzy, too. Yeah. 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 So do you know anything else about the no, album? No, literally no context. <laughs> I know this song and that's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes that's that's all you need. Just had one you, song. Had you taken the time to pull up the video before you went to find it for this? No, recording? I knew. I I watched this specifically, the live recording of it. Oh my god. It's so good. You can tell he's talented because he's kind of dorky looking. Yeah. He looks like a goober. He looks like a music teacher. Yes. Any one of you know Remy Shand? I don't think so. Okay, the the name. He sounds very similar to him. That's like an early 2000s. Yeah, he looks like the guy who directs the jazz band at yep. high school. Yep. And, yeah. And this is his sidekick. <laughs> right. Oh, this is great. I have not stopped dancing. No. Hey, Mr. Woon, you got a gig this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I want to lay down some fat tracks yeah. with my friends. Oh, look at the drummer just getting... But all of them, like, you yeah. look at every musician ever, the backup singer, the bassist, the drummer, everybody is in the pocket. Yeah. Like, if every time they go to a, a single shot of them, they're all, like, feeling this. Yeah. The best musicians in the industry are the ones you've never heard of because they're studio session yeah. guys, and they just play with everybody and can play anything. They can do anything, yeah. and they do it fast. Like, oh, no, I got this, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's honestly... If I could have any job in the world, I just wish I had like enough innate musical talent that I could have been like a session, a session, so long-term session player yeah, yeah. who like gigs for himself yeah. on the weekend. Just like one instrument, just a, like a session bass player. Yeah. I would have loved to. Yeah, yeah, I you just and I did. I did take up bass in high school and. I had fun with it, but I don't. I, I've tried a few different instruments in my life, and it's like foreign languages. Like I feel like I just don't have a knack for it. Yeah. And I could learn it and be competent, but I'd never be like that level. Like you right. said, where you could just go in a studio and just be like, "Yeah, I know exactly." What yeah, you I know what you want. You want this, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Like the Wolfman. That thing you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Wolfman. Right. Uh, oh God, they changed the end. I forgot. Oh, this version. That thing. Yeah, that's... In the bot. In like that's where it's getting that ominous. Yeah. That's almost new wavy. Uh. Oh, and He's so good. I'm finding a lot of him soon. I make Kirk a happy person. Yeah. YouTube is so great for those, like live in studio yeah. so like a lot of radio stations will have bands in and record yeah. video of them playing and have a, you and heard a, Harry Styles cover The Chain by Fleetwood Mac and no. one of those BBC Live but we will it's I, very good we'll see a BBC Live later oh yeah, a different one but I have a different video before we get to that one okay Kirk, I know you're going to have a lot to say. About I got this so next much video. to say. I have so many things in the things. I'm not even going to like do a whole lead up. This is giving him something he can feel by <laughs> oh, En Vogue from 1992, yeah. which I was nine or ten when Funky Divas came out and yep. it was like the biggest album in the world. I remember all the videos because, again, as I've said on the show, I was not allowed to watch MTV as a youngster, but I was allowed to watch VH1. <laughs> 
and En Vogue were VH1's staples. Oh, yeah. They played the videos from Funky Divas over and over again. Yeah. And this was my favorite video and song. This is your favorite song by them? Yes. By a lot. By a lot. Now, I, I saw that video dozens Dozens, if not like hundreds of times when yeah. I was a kid. I hadn't watched it in years. I pulled it up. I knew I wanted to use it for this episode. I watched it again. And I was like, oh, my God. There are so many famous. The yes. video is yeah. En Vogue. I-, I found out so much about this song. First of all, it's a cover. Yeah. Which I didn't know. Who sings the Aretha original? Franklin yeah. originally what? did it for a movie called Sparkle. <laughs> yeah, which was not a big hit. No, but the, the, the band, the trio of singers who do it who sing the song in the movie don't include Aretha Franklin, but for the soundtrack, Aretha Franklin recorded. Who wrote this song? Do you know? I don't know. Curtis Mayfield wrote the song. Wow. Which is, no Man, wonder I like it. because it has so many, yeah. like, tie, like, through lines. It's a Philly soul song. So, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, when I found that out, I was like, yeah, of course Curtis Mayfield wrote yeah. the song. It's such a Curtis Mayfield song. Um, so this is a cover of that. I watched some recent live performances that Aretha does. Now, like, the way that En Vogue is dressed in this video, like, they're wearing these throwback, like, sexy red gowns and, like, the, what do you, the those, gloves, the, the gloves, gloves that go up gloves, to the elbow, yeah. which is how the band in Sparkle looks. Right. Except not red, but it's, it's like, it's a reference yeah. to the movie. All right. And the performance at the nightclub is a reference to the scene where the song's performed mm. in the movie. When Aretha uh, performs it now, she has, like, dancers... Who wear the red the red dresses with the, like she's totally like saying Taking like from, okay and Vogue took this from yeah. me a little bit yeah, like she's, it back. she's like I didn't I know that you want like she is yeah. clearly comfortable with the fact that people know the En Vogue version yeah. right which I think is cool that is pretty cool there's so much more to let's just play it and we'll talk yeah. when I watched it again recently I realized like all the dudes in the audience are famous They're famous dudes yeah which I never knew who they were oh because yeah you were too young They're yeah also beautiful oh my god they're as I've said before now. Don Robinson, of course, is the hot one from En Vogue. No. And then also the, the other hot one from En Vogue no, yeah. is everybody. everybody. Yeah. I have such a soft spot for Terry. Terry. Alice. Terry, yes. Yeah. Terry, Maxine, Don, and Cindy. Cindy. Yeah. Cindy was the original, the, the original yes. four. Now uh, Maxine and Don are no longer. Yes. Group, Very acrimonious. Yeah. We don't need to go into. No, we just want the happy times of En Vogue. Yeah. Yeah, this came out, I was in college, and I was like, oh, yeah. one day Terry Ellis will be my girlfriend. <laughs> okay, hold on. We already missed the first famous face, Wait. which this blew my mind. The guy in oh, the yeah, green yeah. jacket. You know who he is? Yeah, that's... Uh, I'll wait till we see him again. No, no, okay. we're I don't know if everybody is famous. There's I figure, a, he, I figure if there are people I don't know, you'll say uh, who they are. I but. thought, I, well, the big one. Is that anybody? No. <laughs> so some of them are just actually. Some are just hot mom, male moms. That's the thing. One of them wasn't famous yet. He was, okay, this guy. That is Adewale uh, Akinoye Agbaje, better known to me as Mr. Echo from Lost. Oh, my God. Young. Well, he's like in his early 20s. Jesus. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. handsome. I, I was like, oh, my God, he's is that? He's handsome, man. Is he, yeah. he good looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like wow. definitely the one they cut to the yeah. most. Yeah. Especially considering, like I said, he was nobody yet. No, he, just, he was just a model. Also, 
for a long time was going to play Black Panther in the Marvel Black I Panther. I did not know that. He was uh, in, in consideration for a while. I mean, Dawn is... Oh, wait. Who did we just see? Again, that I said, is that who I think it is? Yeah. Johnny Gill. Yeah. From New Edition. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know like, a guy named Johnny Gill. It's not the same Johnny Gill, <laughs> obviously, but I was like, Johnny Gill. Yeah, really we have talked about New Edition on the show yes. many times. And Johnny really, Gill has and come up many times. Yeah. Johnny Gill is one of the dudes in the yeah. audience in, uh, in Vogue. Now, you're going to have to point him out to me because I read online, but I wouldn't have recognized him. El DeBarge. Oh, uh, let me see. Um, I've totally, totally forgot. <laughs> I love all the dudes shifting. The, the dudes are games. so thirsty, but like they're all different personalities and they show their thirst in different Her ways. ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is such a good song. This guy, yeah. the nerdy guy, he's my favorite too. And if he's not an actor, no, no, it's not. There's another guy with glasses oh, and oh, a bow tie. I'm convinced that that dude's a choreographer or something. He does look familiar, and he gives the best, like he gives the comedic performance yeah. in the video because he's like his thirst is he's he's too awkward to even like be cool about how thirsty right. he is. So he's just like, oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a great video. That, the one who was... Oh, the okay, okay yeah. I swear to God, is that... So that's Dawn? Have you seen... That's someone, yeah. Have you seen uh, the Key and Peele sketch, Megan and Andre? Yes, yes I love them. She looked like <laughs> Megan. Jordan Peele Jordan in drag. Peele, no, 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 like no. Jordan Peele Robinson. is a beautiful woman in drag. Yeah, yeah. And the, the way that her makeup is done in this looks like I know Megan. what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I yeah. swear. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I love that. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just that shot of her with the little beauty mark and then the lipstick <laughs> and the eye. She looks like Megan. Okay, who is this? This guy is an actor named Dorian, Dorian Haywood. Jesus. Uh, he, I recognize him from Full Metal Jacket. Yep. I he was in stereo. Roots. Yep. He was also in a movie called Sparkle. Oh. Ah. He was also Jesse Owens in the Jesse Owens story. Oh, okay. And had a brief uh, cop show called Strike Force with Robert Stack. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I do like our age like, span between yeah. the three of yeah. us. I think we're like the right amount of age separated mm. from each other. Yeah. We I didn't cover a lot of ground. Yeah, I didn't know he was in I didn't know what Sparkle was until I did research for this. Yeah, episode, I only know it by name. Yeah, I've he's the connection it. to the original version because he's in the movie. And he still looks good. And it, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. You're looking for Elvis. I'm Harris, looking right? hard for Elvis. Like, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so when I was nine years old, I couldn't decide. Yeah, that's right there. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Pencil mustache. Yeah. I couldn't decide which girl from En Vogue was my favorite. It's it was always like, tearing. It was like picking a favorite superhero. Yeah, it's hard. Like, I get it. Yeah, when I was nine, I was very invested in deciding who my favorite X-Man was and who my favorite member of En Vogue was. <laughs> the both was are a, solid. I was a weird kid. Yeah, both are solid. Cyclops so, yeah. and Terry. I am when into I was nine. this. Yeah. Have, yes. have you have never all, seen this? Video? I've never seen this music video. I've heard this song. That's the one I think. Oh, that's the nerdy guy. That's Terry. Oh god. Oh, she. Yeah. Ooh. You know what is interesting though is they they have all the power in this video. It's yeah. like oh, yeah. what I really love is it's like the not 
woman as pleasure object. It is woman in like embracing herself and other yeah. people get to enjoy it. Do you yeah. know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm into this. Yeah. And there's also all the guys are thirsty, but there's it's all playful on both sides. Yeah. So there's nothing it's not icky aggressive about and yeah. like leering. Yeah. Everyone's having fun. It's really yeah. yeah. Uh, I just want to point out, I love this next spoken word bit from the song. Oh, yeah. Which I should have mentioned. Obviously, the best version of this song is Aretha's recording. I love En Vogue. This is my favorite version because it's the one I grew up with and I have the sentimental. But, I mean, nobody sings better than Aretha Franklin. So that version is better. However, the spoken word bit, which is spoken word in the movie Sparkle, Aretha sings it. And it's just not the same. It right. sounds weird. I have heard it. It's because it, yeah. you're used to this too. You're like, eh, this one I, sounds. This I want better, the yeah. like cheesy you drama want the, yeah. of the yeah. So much joy for us, it seems. This part. So much hopeful material. And also, I'm like, yeah, talk to me, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, they are all stunning. Yeah. Like, how is that possible? It's crazy. I mean, between this and Madonna as as Breathless Mahoney and Dick Tracy, I definitely had like an aesthetic I was into yeah. as a nine-year-old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, take out that oh, wedding take ring. Take out the wedding oh. ring. Put, put it in, in the pocket. pocket. <laughs> but don't just put it in the pocket. Make sure she sees yeah. you putting so it in the pocket. This is for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not married tonight. <laughs> yeah, he has no thirst. Yeah. No, no, uh, no chill. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Ronnie Adrian a little bit, to be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he does look like Ronnie. Bowtie Man is taking off his jacket. <laughs> I just want to back it up because I want to hear Dawn hit that low note again when she says, My man. Wow. And they all, they all lean forward and it's synchronous. Yeah. Uh, This video, yeah. It's also it's crazy. They played the fuck out of this. Yeah, this is always. Uh, Some of the other ones I got sick of, like Never Gonna Get It. They play that a lot. They they overplayed it a lit. This one I never got sick of for a second. Oh, that was the sexiest champagne overpour I've ever seen. It was just like. in this video though is that they had a choreography move that had them drop their glove and then pick it back up again and I was like why? And that's the first time I saw it I was like why? It wasn't even like a sultry pick up it was like a squat grab Yeah maybe it's just me but for me I love it when a lady picks up a glove (laughs) It's just just your thing We all have our things Yeah Wow So I was I I was gonna do that song and was just like hey here's a song I like and then I watched it and realized, like, oh, there were so many layers to it. I yeah. never, ever even realized. Yeah, that was great. Uh, so, yeah. I like uh, that it's ultra high quality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's some crappy uploads of this on YouTube. So whoever uploaded this version. Bless uh, you. Yes, bless them. Yeah. I remember this next artist and this song so well mm-hmm. from his heyday in the 90s. But I... Don't think I've thought about him in 20 years. What, what, why? So when you picked this, Kirk, I was like, oh, my God. I completely forgot about this guy. And it's oh, so wow. good. I've listened to this 
constantly all week since you said it. Oh, I'm really good. excited. Yeah. This is Maxwell. Dude. Maxwell was such a big deal for a hot minute in like 1996. He still does stuff. He's, no, yeah, yeah. I'm He's, sure. But like he, he was, was he really like he popped big. It yes. was like a big deal for a, for a brief and then settled into being. Yeah. He had three, uh, three albums like back to back to yeah. back yeah. and then took a huge like 10 year break. Oh, he took a break. He took a huge break. Okay. And then came back in 2000, I want to say like nine mm-hmm. with a big album, uh, Phoenix Rising, which is great. Yeah. And then, no, no, Maxwell Summer Nights. That's what it was called. Sorry, Phoenix Rising is the song. Uh, Maxwell Summer Nights. And then like last year, he had the somewhat sequel of Maxwell Summer Nights, which I think is Maxwell Summer Days or something yeah. like that. But still as good as he was still good. in the 90s? Still looks good. Yeah. Still sings good. Have you ever seen Maxwell? No, I would love to. That would be a great thing. Yeah, uh, th- uh, this uh, is 94. Uh, this 95. Is, this is from his debut. Debut. This I is remember the, this. This is the, his first single off his first album. Yeah. The only Ascension. song I, I know by Maxwell is his cover of this one's work. Which is a great song. Yes. That's off his third album. This bass line oh. is, this is one of the yes. grooves. Of I learned album. how to play this. Oh, yeah. It's great. Um, so yeah, this is uh, Ascension, parentheses, don't ever wonder. And I gotta say, Maxwell is a fantastic soul singer. Yeah. But I could listen to an instrumental of this and, oh, and yeah. be perfectly happy with just that bass line. Like, just like a wave. Oh, there's smooth jazz versions of this song. That it's just sense. instrumental. Yeah. yeah, where it's just like, the, it's someone like maybe take it over the saxophone. And um, this is what you were going to say, uh, uh, was it Jamie, Jamie Woon reminds This is how it reminds me yeah. very much. That, just, that 90s neo yes. soul. Yeah. That's so smooth, it's like smooth with a V. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of smooth. That's right. That's but right. Maxwell is just, this is like, when I first saw this, I was like, you're cool as fuck. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Jesus. He is so cool. Is he wearing some pajamas? Uh, I want to say yes, because it looks <laughs> really good. <laughs> It does sort of look yeah. like a, um, it's just like a shiny suit. Yeah. Wow, his voice is It's good. great. And he came, he came right on the, uh, around the exact same as D'Angelo came up. So, right. Yeah. Which is another, I'm always, they came around the same time and I'm always like, who do I like more Max Lord than D'Angelo? Actually, you know? uh, I almost put D'Angelo. Which one? Um, Untitled. Oh, the one with the, where yeah. he's just completely yeah. shredded. I would put that on. The video just close ups of his body. I would put that on because even I'm like, God damn, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everyone in the world yeah. had that reaction in like 2000 yes. or 99 like, or whatever it was. That was 99, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this is uh, I love this. This is my favorite, probably one of my favorite songs by him. It's my favorite album, uh, Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite. Yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, I'll get a little sentimental with this. This song is important to me because this is my wedding song. Oh, this is the song, and yeah. this is the song Anne and I danced to at our wedding. It was the one song she liked. You. But it, it yeah. never was on a mixtape. No, because by then, no. But, she, but we listened to this song. Right, listen right, to this right, album, right, right, um, a lot. And this was like one of the when we first started dating. This is one of the first Al uh, artists we could agree on. Okay, which was Maxwell. Um, so that this was our wedding song. Our other wedding song, which we did at the end, of, we had two wedding songs. The second one was um, Big Pop. Nice, yeah, nice. just for fun. I almost brought an Isley Brothers track that uh, I was either going to do Footsteps in the Dark or Between the Sheets. 
and I went with really M2 made juicy fruit. I think that's because, yeah. it's better because I would really like I'd be sitting there going, why didn't you play the, no matter what the Isley Brothers song was, I'd be like, why didn't you play the other the one? Other one? I, I, and also because those both cross the line a little too far into F jam yeah. and away from slow jam yeah. into just straight up like real just funky. Yeah, just I would agree. They're a little, little, little funkier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this, I mean, yeah, this you is can a, slow dance too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this isn't like this jam isn't even that slow, but it's still a slow jam. Yeah, baby. exactly. It just fits it. <laughs> And again, it's one of those songs, and his just his singing it too. I'm like, it's like just effortless. Yeah, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, I it's got it. It's just cool. Yeah. You could do anything. You could, uh, you could f to this. Yeah. You could dance romantically yeah. to it. You could drive to we it. Do dishes. Walk or yep. jog to it. Oh yeah, I've jogged to this. Yeah. Yep. I love it. This is the second appearance by Silver LeMay in this playlist. <laughs> well, it, is, it is the '90s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like, I uh, I saw him uh, in some TV concert recently. He looks like the exact same. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. Still with the hair too. Still with the hair, a little shorter. Okay, a little okay. shorter, but just still cool as fuck. Yeah, uh, Kitty, I love that you love the this Kate Bush cover. Yeah, that's a great cover. That's I think like the only I could be wrong, but my best friend is the world's biggest Kate Bush fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has like I think seven or eight tattoos and oh that's huge and seven six or seven of them mm. are Kate Bush related wow. so lyrics or Kate, one of them is Kate Bush's face here with a, a, a rose uh, quartz crown uh, but she I also think, she also if I remember correctly flew to London just to see yes. a Kate Bush concert because yep. Kate Bush doesn't fly so she doesn't perform in the yes. US she had not done a concert in thir- like 25, 30 years and she that. did two nights mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that, I think the Maxwell cover is, I think the only one that I, that Caroline is chill with. Oh, I think, a, I think I could be totally wrong. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. Like cause well, in, in terms of Kate Bush covers. Yeah. She he hates most of them. Okay. So she's like, was it, was that, uh, garage band from the mid 2000s that did Hounds of Love? Was it Future Heads? Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure she yeah. probably hates that. I like that version. Um, uh, this is not funky. Yeah, this one, your this last This next one here? is not not particularly it a rock, rock funky, band. but yeah, rock. I thought I recognized this group as a rock band. Yeah, who are we talking so about? So we're talking about Spoon. Spoon, Spoon is one of my um, favorite bands that like have been my like one of my favorites for the longest time. Like yeah. I started listening to Spoon in college, and. Every album that they do is so good. Uh, Hot Thoughts, which is their most recent album, is spectacular and funkier than than most of uh, most of their past albums. Is but, this from that album? No, this, this song is from They Want Your Soul, which is the album before. And for me, I mean, Britt Daniel, the lead singer of Spoon, is like my dream man. <laughs> so I think that has something to do More with it. More than Brian Ferry? Uh, well, I, I don't... You have to choose one. Sophie's Choice, right now. <laughs> because because I think Brian Ferry's hot even still, but also he's very old and he's very conservative. Prime Brian and Ferry. And like hunting, like oh. he's allowed to like big game okay. hunt and shit All like right. that. But it's also sort of a paternal thing more than a... Well, it's just he also, I think he has a habit of dating women or being with women that are so much younger than him and that makes me uncomfortable. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know enough. what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I think sure. you're hot. But I, I would never yeah. want to date you. Right, like, right, right. It, it, 
I want you to marry my mother. Because my mom also loves Brian Ferry. But so, so Brian Ferry, you're so sexy. Be my stepdad. Can you be my stepdad, please? Um, but this song is very much like slow dancing. This is early in the in the playlist. Mm. Oh, okay. This music video is very cool too, which I haven't seen. Did we say the name of the song? Time. Oh, uh, the song's called Inside Out. And what year is it? This is 2015. 15. Oh, okay. Oh, I they see. put out a record every two to three years. Yeah, they're pretty consistent since 1994. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very dreamy. Oh, I like this too. Yeah, I was I was surprised when I heard it because I'm. I'm not a big spoon fan, not because I dislike them at all, but just I never got into them. So I only know like a handful of spoon right. songs. That's great. Oh. Oh, I think I know this song. I also just love the lyric. There's intense gravity in you. Like at one point he says gravity in you. And I love that. It's very romantic. This really feels like a song you give to someone you like. Yes. When you're young. Yeah. Like, this is for you. This makes me think of you. And Spoon's that kind of band. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make you a Spoon playlist because they're very... I'll, I'll Actually, after we, we're done recording, I'll show you a live recording of Can I Sit Next to You and that is so good. They're one of those bands that's been around for a thousand years. And they've never smashed big, but, like, music nerds love them. Mm-hmm. They had, uh, uh, like... Uh, tell them, uh, what is it? Kill the Moonlight and Gimme Fiction both actually yeah. did very well uh, commercially. And they were on like a lot of, like, and, and it's weird because they're all, ugh, he's so cute. He tall and he got a big nose, a big ear. Uh, Where are they from? Austin. Oh, oh, that's, that's not the one. But they've got like this is very dreamy. Yeah. Like this is like this is smooch like smooching and on a like a on a futon. <laughs> and yep. like, like like rubbing your fingers through someone's hair, like looking at each other and like. <laughs> but again, this could also just be like laying on your bed with the headphones on, feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. True. I also feel like it's just driving also, around. Also, music video gets sexy. Yep, it just did. Me. <laughs> but also, just a little weird. The video's weirder than the song. Yeah, this song is way groovier than I knew Spoon could get. Yeah, I never thought that. Yeah, this is really good for the groovy. And they're primarily, you put them under rock. I mean, typically. In the rock, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I love how the ooh is in it when he goes ooh. I love when we just saw like the the sixties uh, like Motown girl group thing. It's sparkle. Yeah. It's very sparkle. Yeah. Everything's coming around. And they I'm just assuming, like the, the music assuming, video. Yeah. Brits there for all of it. He's just in the background of all of these little scenes. Yeah. Just observing. I'm assuming this chicken on a bun joint is somewhere in Austin and they shot on location. The story I'm going to tell myself. <laughs> it's also lonely, too. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's what like, I meant. Like, it could be feeling you. sorry yeah. for yourself music or it could There's be a, little bit of a sound love song. Yeah. I feel like this sort of ambient vibe is good for music. 
Oh, yeah. I like a make-out jam that's got a sort of melancholy ache to it. Yeah. He's so cool. It could also just be like the the, the song they play in the chill-out room when you've done too much <laughs> I like that you, see, you can see the You just need to get camera. back. You just need to get centered. Like oh, yeah. They're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> that was great. I'm going to add that to That was cool. He's good. And when we're done, I'll show you. Can I sit next to you? Yeah. So, for my last clip, uh, in 1992, again, mm-hmm. when I was nine years old, I saw live, and I'm so glad I saw PM Dawn live. That's amazing. Before Prince B died. Yeah. Uh, many years later, he died. I think he died. When did he die? 2013? Yeah, he died like that. in the t- 2010s. But I saw them at that infamous concert I've talked I about. Where I saw it. Yeah. It, was the, it was the Kiss 108 concert yeah. in Massachusetts, which it was just all the, the mm-hmm. pop. Anyone who had a hit on the radio that summer right. played this annual thing. So I got to see PM Dawn. And my favorite PM Dawn song, again, to bring it back to the Boomerang I was soundtrack. just about to say, it's all coming together. <laughs> yeah, it's not set adrift on Memory Bliss, which is like their big hit. It's yep. I'd Die Without You. Off the Boomerang soundtrack. Right. Which wow. Is, yeah. Had no idea. Yes. That uh, you were going to play this. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs this ever. It's so pretty. Yeah. And PM Dawn is just beautiful all the time. Yeah. But we're not going to hear PM Dawn do it. We've all heard PM Dawn do it. And plus the music video is a terrible upload on YouTube and there's just not there's not it's a not good like live watch. performance. Yeah. So let's watch Childish Gambino do it. Ooh. Live at the BBC like radio yeah. station like, like you were talking about before. Okay, cool. This is what I like I was talking to uh, Katie before we recorded I love Donald Glover as an actor and comedian and mm-hmm. comedy writer. I was not on board with Childish Gambino as a musical act for so long. When I still he was think doing rap, yeah. yeah, when he was just recording rap in his mm-hmm. bedroom, I with thought Ludwig. it was so whack. And I still think his early stuff is real, just corny and, and whack, problematic. But uh, the comparison I made to Katie when we were talking about it is like, yeah, David Bowie's first album was is is like ridiculous too. And then he became a genius. I'm not comparing Childish Gambino to David Bowie. But it's possible. It's possible, and I'm willing to admit that he has become great. Oh, yeah. Especially his new song now, I think, is yeah, fucking and, amazing. And I, yeah, I picked this clip for our episode last week. And as we're recording this, we're just coming off the weekend when he hosted SNL mm-hmm. and released the, this video for This Is America. That is all anyone's talking yeah. about like right now. Um but I, I just picked this before any of that happened. I mean, he's having a moment right now. It's not like no one heard of Donald Glover until yeah. this week. But he's having a moment right now. But I just like this because it's a great in-studio cover of I'd Die Without You. It's When I first saw this, go ahead and play it because it's, it's that good. Yeah. It's so true it's to the original, yeah. but yet so it's, so it's yeah. just his voice, the keyboards, yeah. and the bass. And I hope the bass will come through over my laptop speakers. Because the one thing I'll admit in the original, like especially after the first verse when the yeah. bass drops, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite moments in music. Yeah, because the, the bass line is so strong on the original track. There's nothing here. I wish it was higher in the in the mix on yeah. this recording, but is he pantsless? <laughs> no, I think he's... Oh, <laughs> it just looks like he's wearing a sweater with no pants. When I first saw this, yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, how did he do this? It's so spot on and so like, you're doing a cover of this song. That's amazing. 
I've seen Donald Glover live too, but doing improv comedy at yeah. a, a in shitty, dead, shitty jobs in shitty at jobs. 11 p.m. on a Sunday. Yep. One of my favorite shitty job scenes. Yeah. <laughs> they're all. It takes place in a pole dancing studio, and they all. The only song that they can play is Pony by Genuine. And so <laughs> oh. Someone turned the, the sound up. All of them are just like, yeah, honey. Yeah. And then trying to watch Dominic Dierka's like sexy dance is just the best thing I've ever seen. That right. I, that almost ended up on tonight's playlist. But again, that one goes over the line. Yeah, that's fuck jam. That's fuck jam. Even though you can't hear the bass, the piano is yeah. enough. Like, the it's such great. a pretty song. Yeah, I just love that he chose this song. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a hit. It's not a huge hit. It hasn't stood the test of time. Yeah, you don't hear it on the radio as no. much. But I remember. I mean, I'm I'm about Donald Glover's age. I think I'm like a year older yeah. than him, or maybe a matter of months older than him. And I remember when it was a, like you said, it, it was a hit, but it doesn't, it hasn't sustained. Yeah, by 2000, you wouldn't hear it as on a, you don't hear it on you don't hear, We don't hear about PM Dawn enough in no. general. I agree. Um, See, the, that's what I love about the ability, the, like, that the creatives have the ability to bring back songs into the consciousness that, like, aren't bad, but just weren't, yeah. didn't make it. I think about that with, um... Seabird by the Alessi Brothers. They, it, it's like a song from the mid '70s, but it was in the, at the very end of Hunt for the Wilder People, and it this whole resurgence of like people loving this amazing song. But that had it not been put at the end of that movie, like, yeah. nobody today would have really ever known it, unless your parents really liked it and listened to it a lot. And you listened. To it. Do you know this song? I don't know. You've this never song. heard okay. that before. Then you need to see. Them. <laughs> I've never seen Boomerang. It's okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. But this song makes it great. I just remember this song, and I'm, I'm sure Donald Glover, like me, just loved this song. Yeah, which is great. He's just like, I'm going to cover it. Yeah. Yeah. I would do this at karaoke. It's it's the best song on the soundtrack. It's, it's the best PM Dawn I agree, too. Yeah. And, and written by Prince B. Yeah. The, the, the piano on the original track is so yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so this was even before um, this moment where he's having a moment, and even more so than <laughs> Awaken My Love. Yeah. yeah. Seeing him do this song was like. All right, uh, like you got to give it up to him. You got me, yeah. Donald. Like I'm right. on board with Childish yeah. Gambino now. now. Everything you do is great. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I get it now. So I cover my favorite PM songs. It's like he did it for me. He's like, yeah. I'm going to win over Champion. He's like, he's like Champion. Yeah. Like, watch this. Watch what I fucking do right oh, here. Oh, you like everything I do, but my music. <laughs> Check this. That's the thing too. Is like he can fucking sing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was like. This is, I mean, the rap is still whack, but as a as a soul singer, I'm like, huh? Okay, I got yeah. it. I get it. What was he? Was, I think he was on. He was on Fallon doing Redbone. Yeah. And I think actually, your mom and what is that song? Your mom and me. Your mom and I. I'm not sure. I, I, I still have. I've like gone the back. The other and, single off. Uh, um, Awake my love. Yeah. 
And just he's in like a pair of like red leather pants and he's just shirtless and he just is like just losing it, like just so good. But like I went, Oh, I didn't know you had that in you <laughs> like yeah. it to be that unhinged. He's one of those dudes where it's just like it's unfair how talented. Yeah, like, you can do everything. You don't, you don't get to do all those different things. And that's not the reason I didn't like his yeah. music at first. But, but like, can you suck at one thing? Yeah, nope. No. He does anything he wants and yeah. he's good at it. All right, we've got one track left. Had to put it at oh, the end. Yes, we had. We had how, how can it be? And last week yeah. we talked about New Edition and I said, we've. this is probably the artist we've talked about most frequently. Yeah. And now, for sure, it is oh, yeah. that we're we're bringing them back again. We already had Johnny Gill yep. uh, in the earlier video, but we've talked about New Edition so many times, and somehow we haven't watched the video for or listened to your very favorite New Edition. My favorite, song. "Can You Stand the Rain," yeah, oh. their most important song ever. Yeah, from so, that from Heartbreak. From Heartbreak. Again. Yep, and uh, a little uh, you know inside baseball. I had this picked. And then I replaced it with Maxwell. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, we've had so much new edition on. And then Paul texted me. He's like, hey, where's the new edition? And I was like, <laughs> I felt bad because we've done so much new edition. He's like, well, let's just do it anyway. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do well, it anyway. Normally, so, in an, we do 10 yeah. clips in an episode. So you had just sent me three. Yeah. I was like, we've got a guess. We can each do four. We'll yeah. do, we'll expand it a little bit. Yeah. Let's put, let's throw in. Let's throw in one of the most important new editions. Of Which is definitely their anthem. It is their anthem. I like Bubblegum New Edition. Yeah. Um, Have they so lost it? Yeah. It's not my favorite New Edition song, but it is a perfect song. It is the uh, song that made turn that, I hate to use this phrase because it's from the band. But it's the song that made them boys, boys to men. men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally was. And it was the song by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis is designed to turn them into men. That yeah. was the whole point. Because all their ballads before this, I love New Edition, but their ballads before this kind of sucked. Yeah. They're <laughs> they were all very they were for teeny yeah. boppers. Yeah. And this is for women. This is for grown folks. You grown folks. Yeah. I. And this is also, they look so cool. Yeah. Um, so. This is Johnny Gill again. This is this is Johnny, and this was the song where they're like, "Okay, Johnny, now here's your turn." This is a Why real feature. Why does he have a walking stick? Because he's cool. Yes. All it's right. Because cool. it's cool. Because he and Ralph both get like equal mic time. This is on the this first song? time. This is the song they get equal time. He has another song yeah. that's his own, but this is with the first like, "Okay, it's Johnny and Ralph's song," and then we'll throw in Ricky. We won't throw in a little yeah, bit. But I'm, be, yeah, I'm saying if, 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 that thing you've talked about. We're like. Uh, Ralph was their front man yeah. and then they thought he was going to leave the group so they brought Johnny Gill in and then Ralph didn't end up leaving the group and there was static between them but then they became best buds. Yep. I love learning so much about new edition. <laughs> yeah, you should listen to episode 8 of Music Ray Guys. Yeah, I will do that. Learn a lot more. talk about new edition. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I will say I prefer Ralph Tresvant to Johnny Gill as a singer and the sound of new edition. Yep. I like his 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 bubblegum countertenor. Yeah. They both get equal time on the mic on this song, but Johnny Gill owns this. Yeah, song. Johnny Gill owns it. He does. Although shockingly, my favorite part of this song is the Ricky Bell. Part. The Ricky Bell part? I love the Ricky yeah. Bell part. So I mean you and I we've we've said we both like Ricky Bell. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um this would be on my mixtape, first song side two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So where are we at in the this is, and for those, you guys, because you might, because you're younger than me, you had auto reverse, so I didn't have to stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got the auto reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, 
Yeah, we're probably in the throes. In the throes. Yes. Of the dry humping. Yeah. Yes. So this is another song though that like you could be sad and you're yes. driving along, or you're just like it's raining and you're just looking out the window. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Or just me sitting eating an entire pie, <laughs> crying. We just missed my favorite shot because. Uh, Ronnie's wearing the Dwayne Wayne glasses. Yes. <laughs> I want that look to come back. Yes. With the you flip up shades on the round and, and real, real yeah. circles. You yeah. can do oh, that. Oh, I can't pull that off. Yeah, you can. Even if that look comes back, I can't pull that off. Well, I, don't I think know. you can. Pull I it think off. you can. Yeah, so have they lost it? No. Can they stand the ring? Yes. Ooh, I like his glasses. Oh, yeah. And then again, these guys, they're like 19 years yeah. old at this time, at this point. Maybe one of them might be. And they've already been around for years. Yes. It's still, because it's Ralph's voice, it's still got enough teeny bopper appeal that this could also be like a great eighth grade dance song. Yeah. Oh, if this were, if I was in eighth grade, I'd be dancing. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Strap. Yep. Yeah. Hands on shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yes. Step. Touch. Corsage. Step. Touch. <laughs> so, yeah, Kitty, so this would be in the throes of Dry Humping, and because it was the first single, uh, the first song on side two, it was one of those... It's either going to stay or go further. Yeah. yeah. At this, this point, this is where we this, decide. This is where we're like, we're going to. But if it doesn't happen, I love the conversation. It's like, I'm going to go. It's like, all right. Yeah. Gonna go. I think okay. It's I'll late. call you. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's late. I'm yeah. Like, Do you want right. me to walk and you then, in like cross campus? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. still kind of like hold hands to the door yeah. and get the kiss goodnight. And then you're just yeah. like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you just turn it up a little louder. Yeah. And then the song takes a different meaning. Sit on my bed above Pee Wee Herman going. See you at the dining hall? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like, sure. Uh, yeah, you see her in your, like, sociology class <laughs> next Wednesday. Wait, here's the Ricky part. Yeah, Ricky, go ahead. No pressure. I want those if sunglasses. She, if she yeah, wants so. to leave, no pressure. No pressure? You can stay. It'd be great. If you want to leave, I understand. It's fine. We'll, we'll continue it later. Ricky hits that note. Yep. The most... Love it. The most not the best, but the most underappreciated exactly. member. Exactly. And then Mike gets his one line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which people, I've seen them in concert. People lose, people, oh, yeah. women, lose their yeah. shit when he says that. Dude, are, are guys in the audience going like, yeah. yeah we're all, yeah, we're all fucking waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Right. And he like, I remember distinctly. I saw this. I saw them in like '89. Yeah. There's a little. He he milks it a bit. Like you're waiting for it. You're waiting for it. Well, he doesn't get to rap on this one, no. so he might as well just take Wait. that one line yeah. for all it's worth. What did he just drop? In he the threw in the gutter the news line that said our new edition is finished, and this is and their best look ever. Top hat. Oh, it's so cool. This is way cooler than Reservoir like Dogs with their fucking skinny ties and yeah. loose vet suit jackets. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then really nice overcoats on their shoulders. Yeah. With yeah. the top and, and hats. hats. With the top hats. hats. Yeah. Not a lot of 19 year olds in 1988, like, let's wear fucking it. Yeah. Unless it was Kangals or something, but. No, they pull off. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. And, and at that moment, they became men. Boys to men. Just like I did in 1980. <laughs> I uh, entered the first grade, <laughs> and Katie Willard was born. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, what year was this? This, this is yeah, in the eight. This oh my god! Yeah, this is freshman year of college. Yay! <laughs> I told you we got a nice smattering oh, of wow. age. I yeah, think yeah. in this trio. Yeah. Uh, that was our last clip. We had to close it out. Yeah, yeah I'm glad we did. Stay in the rain. Yeah. A great, great slow jam. Thank so you very much for joining Yay, us. Yay! Is there anything you want to like plug before? Uh, 
just follow me on Twitter at K-A-W-I-L-L-E-R-T. Yeah. Same on Instagram, too, if you're into that. Okay. Do you have anything, Kirk? No. No, pl- plug your Instagram. It's been a while since we've plugged our social media. Uh, your Twitter is... What's your Twitter weird, again? It's a weird... Oh, my Twitter is I wish I liked flan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm forgetting my Instagram. I'm looking Don't it up. Don't at me, but I hate flan. Yeah, flan's crap. If you're, so, oh, you're, yeah. You're, For some reason, I'm Kirk underscore Pinchon. Yeah. Like uh, Norm, like a normal. Yeah. And I'm at Paul Ciampanelli on all social media and the socials. Uh, and you can follow Music Raygun on Twitter at Music Raygun or on Instagram at Music Raygun Podcast. Uh, and email us. Why not? Yeah. Uh, musicraygun at gmail.com. Do it. But that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. Thanks for joining us for the Quiet Story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Katie Willard. Till next time. See ya!